Let's take out the trash day. Friday. I mean, what is it? Any stories we have to give the press that we're not wild about, we give them all in a lump on Friday. Why do you do it on Friday? Because no one reads paper on Saturday. But we do. I'm Yael Grauer. And I'm Jimmy Jenkins, and this is the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive. Before a Category 4 hurricane made landfall in Texas, Donald Trump had made not one but two controversial announcements. He granted Sheriff Joe Arpaio a pardon for his criminal contempt charge. Also on Friday, Trump signed a directive banning transgender military recruits, following through on a tweet from about a month prior. The president's memo directed the Departments of Defense and Homeland Security to no longer accept transgender people into service and to halt all use of resources for new sex reassignment surgeries. Matt Thorne is the executive director of OutServe Service Members Legal Defense Network. They represent the U.S. LGBT military community and are planning on suing with co-counsel Lambda Legal over the directive. There's a number of legal issues with the guidance, uh, one being the fact that it's an equal protection claim in the fact that he is going after a specific uh, subsect of a community uh, within the force uh, itself um, and within our country. Uh, So there's the equal protection uh, claim that is the most valid. They plan on filing a suit in federal court on the West Coast sometime this week. Matt says they were ready for such an action based on Trump's earlier remarks. But this is just a deplorable action on his part. He shouldn't have tweeted it in the first place. Transgender service members have been serving openly uh, for over a year and continue to do so and and doing their jobs uh, around the world, Um, particularly when we have uh, ongoing conflicts um, in Iraq and Afghanistan. And he just recently announced a new plan for Afghanistan. Well, we have transgender troops who potentially would deploy to those areas. Um, So it's it's really... uh, inconsiderate and and really not commander-in-chief material for him to be doing this. It's not entirely clear what this means for trans people who are currently serving. Ideally, uh, a judge can issue a stay on the order, uh, which would just halt it from taking effect and then keep the current policy in place. Uh, That would be the most ideal, similar to what happened with the Muslim ban um, when that was rolled out, also coincidentally on a Friday. So that would be the most ideal situation um, and probably the more likely scenario as uh, it works its way through the court systems uh, to make sure that there is no adverse effect and then there will be a final decision when it reaches. I'm sure that the administration would appeal if we win, which we feel strongly that we would. So eventually I'm... would imagine that it'll at some point reach the Supreme Court. Matt says while setbacks are to be expected in the fight for civil rights, this decision was more of a major policy reversal. I don't think anybody expects to take 10 steps back when you're, you know, are there always going to be trials and tribulations when we're fighting for civil rights and and equal rights in this country? Yes, we saw, we see that in every, in every community. Um, I think this is different in the sense that, you know, the Pentagon spent a year studying this issue before they even lifted the ban last year. And the military puts, when it makes a decision, it's making a decision based on sound evidence and and, um, information. This is the first time that we've ever gone back on on a military policy like this. Um, We didn't, when we desegregated the force, we didn't resegregate it um, when uh, we were dealing with issues in the country. Uh, during the Civil Rights Act, um, you know, there's a variety of different scenarios that you do take steps back in the country, but this is really different in the sense that this will be the first time that the military actually was instructed to reverse a policy that it had put in place. 
The guidance in the memo had ambiguous phrasing, which Matt says could affect how it's carried out. There were some ways that it could be interpreted that the Secretary of Defense had more leeway and broad discretion on his part, and then it could be interpreted that, you know, the guidance itself supersedes the Secretary of Defense, and therefore those sentences in the guidance would bar health care. Thorne says despite the timing, he thinks the memo will only galvanize opposition efforts. You can't have a major shift in military personnel or pardon a, uh, a, a racially profiling sheriff and expect that it, nobody's going to pay attention to it over the weekend or the subsequent weeks to follow. So I think that, you know, it was an ill-fated attempt on their part to try to bury it behind the hurricane or the fact that it was a Friday afternoon. Matt Thorne is the executive director of OutServe Service Members Legal Defense Network. I'm Yael Grauer. And I'm Jimmy Jenkins. We'll see you next time on the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive.